Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Do you have a plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our empowerment architect and goddess gardener, Cynthia Bryan, as she engages in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovations, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your life, business, and personal spaces. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, hello, Power Partners, and welcome to our informational playground. This is Star Style. Be the Star You Are, brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be the Star You Are charity. I'm your host, Cynthia Bryan, and we're coming to you live on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel, where we do strive to stimulate conversation and healthy lifestyles for your days and your weeks and your months. We want you to be the star you are and to move, discover, relax, nourish, Connect. So the miracle moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity. We at Be The Star You Are Charity have been helping the fire victims of Napa, Solano, uh, Mendocino County. For more information, please go to bethestarur.org and get involved. Um, Every few days, volunteers are driving up to the shelters, the evacuation centers, and bringing many resources so you can be part of it. This is from Bashar. Don't need what you want. Want what you need. And that probably gets us thinking about more of how sometimes we tend to um, decide to hoard things that we actually don't want or need. And maybe it's time, especially in these, in this uh, time of natural disasters that we've been having so much that we actually look at all the things that uh, that are just things because the most important thing in life is our health and to be alive. So let's enjoy that aliveness and just be grateful for what we have and not worry about all the things that we don't have. Well, today's show, we were going to be having... Our guest was supposed to be Danny Wong, who just came out with a brand new book. Uh, Actually, this is her debut book, and it was called Swearing Off Stars. And we were very excited about it because Danny is a former Be The Star You Are volunteer. She actually was a contributor to the book Be The Star You Are for Teens, wrote a chapter on faith. And she's a contributor to the new book for Be The Star You Are for Millennials, but She's been on her book tour for a few weeks. Her book is doing great, Swearing Off Stars. I love it because she has the name Stars in it. 
and uh, she has laryngitis and she can't even talk. So unfortunately, that isn't going to work. But, you know, do go to um, her website to see if you can see her book. It's danielmwong.com, and I think you will enjoy it. So what we're going to be talking about today on our show is how you can get greener grass, plant the lawn of your dreams. We're also going to talk about pets because, you know, you probably love it when your dog licks your face, but as sweet as those kisses are, they could be exposing you to some feces-borne parasites or even other diseases. So we're going to offer some simple ways to keep your dog and your cats clean and healthy. And what about you? What about detoxing your body? This is not about colonics. It's not about cleanses. It's not about juice diets. We're going to learn to boost your natural immune system and your filtration system by uh, limiting the junk that goes into your body, limiting uh, tech, you know, the toxins and the irritants, and doing things that are healthy for you. So first up, though, we want to uh, go right into the grass is always greener. How many of you love a lawn or really like, you know, taking your dog out for a play of Frisbee on the lawn? Well, Washington Irving said, society is like a lawn where every roughness is smoothed, every bramble eradicated, and where the eye is delighted by the smiling verdure of a velvet surface. I love that. Doesn't that sound amazing? (laughs) To me, I have always, always, always loved um, having lawns. And of course, here in California, we have been having We've had the drought for several years, and everybody was told to take out their lawns, but I was always against it. And now we have cool evenings, warm days, and those majestic orange sunsets, which are signaling the season of fall. And while children are preparing for the festivities of Halloween, gardeners need to think about greening their lawn costumes. And also, people are thinking about Thanksgiving and having the holidays and people over. So much to my dismay throughout the drought, our water company encouraged homeowners to dispense with growing grass and either let lawns die or replant with succulents or other drought-resistant species. Now, in my humble opinion, this was just terrible advice as a healthy lawn offers so many benefits, not only to the environment, but also to our health and our well-being. And it's also much more expensive to revamp a landscape than it is to maintain it, even minimally. So now with the drought in our, our, our rear view mirror, I have to learn to say that, rear view mirror, My email has truly been blowing up with requests on how to reinstall a green lawn. So thankfully, all is not lost as autumn is the perfect time to plant a new lawn or reseed an existing one. And most grass seeds that you scatter either in end of October or early part of November are going to thicken and they'll be established by spring. Overseeding a healthy existing lawn will work wonders if you have multiple bare spots. You can use a grass patch and that is a super alternative. So the question I always get is what type of grass should I plant? Now I've had several readers ask me about UC Verde buffalo grass. 
Now, I have never set out any plugs of this buffalo grass, so I don't have any firsthand knowledge about it. But it is my understanding that this particular grass has to be planted in the spring as opposed to fall when most grasses can take root. Uh, because it goes dormant in winter. And then what happens if it goes dormant in winter, it's going to allow for more weeds to take hold. So it's also a very work intensive as you can't just toss seeds or plant sod. You have to put plugs into the ground on a 12 inch center. Now once established, it is resistant to most turf damaging insects and diseases and requires less water than other grasses. And since it's seedless, it produces less seed heads, resulting in less pollen, which might be of interest to allergy sufferers. But I do have a personal preference, and you've heard me talk about it before, to obtain a greener grass, and I like to use the seeds from Pearls Premium. You can find more information at pearlspremium.com. Pearls spelled P-E-A-R-L-S, and then the word premium. Now, I also like red and white clover. And I also like to add a few plugs of isotoma, which is also known as blue star crouper. Now, first, a full disclosure on this is I don't work for, nor do I have any affiliation with any of these of my three favorite lawn alternatives. I just recommend them because they work. And you can plant just one species for a very clean, fresh, green blanket of very tactile grass or You can mix and match as long as you realize that your lawn will resemble more of a patchwork quilt if you're mixing and matching. Now, here's a rundown on my three preferred lawns. I'm going to start with Pearls Premium, where I gave you that website already, pearlspremium.com. Although you can start from scratch, I really appreciate being able to overseed my existing lawn with grass seed that grows roots to 20 inches deep. I mean, that's kind of amazing. Most grass or lawn seeds go three or four inches, and that's why you get the thatch, etc. It it starves out the weeds, and it's very easy to maintain. Now, Pearl's Premium is constantly upgrading its seed to be the most effective for creating a beautiful, lush lawn. This year, it added a thin white coating to the seed to help gardeners know exactly where the seed has been tossed. And that coating also thwarts our feathered friends are those diners, those little birdies that like to, as soon as you throw seeds, go out there and um, start pecking away. I do suggest putting screens over areas with new lawn seed if you witness any birds pecking at the ground. Those screens can be old uh, window screens, they can be old door screens, or kind of a mesh wire. Also add organic fertilizer and top dress with a quarter inch of organic compost. Now, I like to spread the seed right before a rain, but otherwise water twice a day until the grass the grass sprouts. And then be attentive to watering needs. In our California warm climate, to maintain the greenest color, you may have to water deeply like twice a week, even though the... the um, instructions may say you only have to water once a week or once a month but it'll be less than using um, other grass seeds now once established that lawn gets so lush and thick that you'll probably have to adjust your sprinkler heads and although many people have indicated that they mow it only once a month I haven't found that my style Um, I like a, a little bit more manicured look and for me I think that you have to mow at least twice a month 
or ideally once a week at a mower height of 3.5 inches. Now, clover is something else that I really, really like. And at one time, clover was systematically eradicated from lawns using pesticides. But gardeners are now realizing the importance of organic living, and more homeowners are including clover in their grass. It's a legume. So clover has the ability to turn nitrogen into fertilizer, and it uses that bacteria in its root system. It'll stay green all year, even when it's not watered on a regular basis. And I think that's what I love about it. This past summer, it was very, very hot. In fact, California and many parts of the West um, experienced the hottest summer in history or recorded history. There were temperatures of of up to 118 degrees. I mean, even San Francisco got to 106, which that just never never happens. And the interesting thing about the clover was that it was green even when the other parts of the lawn were turning brown. So that is a very good thing to know that it does stay green all year. And I love it because it thrives in conditions where other grass seeds really struggle. It does fine in whether it's sun or shade. And it doesn't matter whether the soil is good soil, bad soil, or or you know, perfectly drained or, or kind of sluggish. And my favorite parts, although it's not the favorite parts of many people, of growing that clover, I mean, besides its self-fertilizing system, which to me is the best, is uh, that clover boasts either beautiful pink or white little flowers, and they crown the tops of the clover when it's left on cut. Butterflies, bees, and beneficial insects just flock to clover. And you don't have to be afraid of honeybees. I hear this a lot. Oh, I don't want bees in my lawn. They might sting me. But you know, when they're away from their hives, they generally do not sting. And clover does best when it is mixed with grass seed, I must say. So I mix mine with Pearl's Premium. And then, um, then it just seems like this seamless lawn. It just is really green. And I have the... I have like the little spiky lawn and then I have the little, you know, clover shape. They're not four leaf clovers. I haven't found one of those yet. I heard that they're, you can find one in a hundred thousand. So I'm not sure I want to go through a hundred thousand of those. What you'll do is you incorporate two ounces of clover for a thousand square feet of lawn. And by planting the two together, you're going to have a very minimum care green lawn. Now, Isotoma, which is also called Blue Star Creeper, this is a lawn substitute, but it's really best used in small areas or or even between stepping stones. I like it because it has tiny blue star flowers that come to the surface and they really actually shine. They almost shimmer from spring through summer. And I'd only use it in combination with Clover and Pearl's Premium because I found that in the cold months, it has a tendency to look a little brown and ragged. It does like full sunshine. It doesn't require much water. And it does sustain quite a bit of foot traffic, both human and animal, without any damage. How it works is it sends out runners and it creeps along. That's that's why it's called Blue Star Creeper. And it's really good as a ground cover in other areas. And if you like the idea of a patchwork lawn, you can buy a flat or two of isotoma and you do plant the plugs randomly throughout your existing lawn as a filler and a thriller. Now, of course, for homeowners who want that instant gratification, 
The only answer is sod. Now, the caveat with planting sod is that the roots don't grow very deeply, and sod has a shorter lifespan than other grasses. Now, you can lengthen that longevity by overseeding when bare spots begin to appear, and by throwing seed on top of the sod, keeping the grass watered and fed, you'll be able to have a long-lasting green oasis. Now, what are the benefits of maintaining a lawn? Although many people tend to discourage lawns and landscapes as a water conservation method, again, I am just a firm, firm believer that the humble grass shoot offers benefits to our health and well-being. Besides the fact that children and animals enjoy a safe, comfortable place to tumble and toss, lawns contribute to better air quality by trapping dust and smoke particles while cooling the air from the ground up. Our environments are made more habitable by the generation of oxygen absorbing pollutants of carbon and sulfur dioxide. Lawns clean the air we breathe. And erosion is controlled because water can't carve deep recesses into a thickly planted lawn. And water uh, filters through the turf grass. It makes our groundwater safer and cleaner for the environment. And a patch of green soothes the eye in viewing a landscape, and it offers a resting space between the color explosion of flowers and shrubs. And a huge plus in our fire-prone communities is lawns offer a buffer zone for fire prevention. So the grass will only be greener if you maintain it, and you'll be rewarded with better health for you and the environment. And your green grass will become your safety zone. So we hope that all your roughness may be smoothed as you delight in your velvet verdure. Well, here is some some garden guide for the month. Remember that fire danger is at a high point right now. So be alert. Remove brush and wood and dry grass and all the other flammable materials from around the perimeter of your home. Clean your roof, your gutters, and your eaves. And create 100 feet of defensible space around your home and structures. Sign up for emergency notifications at www.nixle.us. Now, U.S. Uh, Let me spell that. It's N-I-X-L-E dot U-S. Now, this is something that is national. So anywhere in the United States, you can use this. Now, the easiest way to do it is through text messaging on your smartphone. What you do is you text in the number 888-777. Then in the message area, type in your zip code. You will get an automatic um, response saying that you are now signed up for Nexel. And if there is an alert or an emergency in your area, you will get a text alert. And it could be the difference between life and death. Apply deer repellent to young trees and shrubs because as winter nears, the deer are hungrier and they will do damage to saplings which cause branch injury and even invite diseases. Eat fresh locally grown figs and grapes which are still abundant. Check for decay or damage to trees to thwart injury or downing of trees when storms arrive. Mulch your landscape to prevent erosion in winter and protect plants from a freeze. Swim a few laps in a garden pool before the weather gets too cold. The days are already getting so short, the nights are longer, and the evenings are cool. And then, of course, my new gardening book, Growing with a Goddess Gardener, will be ready online soon. But if you buy directly from 
my website, you're going to, uh, 25% will go to the charity Be The Star You Are, which will help with fire relief. And you will also receive extra goodies in the mail. When you get it online, we don't get anything at all, nor does the charity. So you can go to the website, CynthiaBryan.com, and then you can just click on the online store. So happy hard uh, gardening and happy growing. And when we come back from break, we will have more right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. We'll be talking about how to keep your pets cleaner, and how to keep your body at its maximum health. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan, and we're coming to you live on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. Don't go away. Be the star you are, the star you are, be the star you are. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, thanks for staying with us here on Star Style. Be the star you are. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and we have a power-packed show for you today that is really all about lifestyle and having um, a better time of life by having a wonderful lawn and keeping your pet clean and keeping our bodies detoxed. So let's talk about our pets. How clean is your pet? There are a few simple habits that will... Uh, keep your pets clean and keep you both healthy. And that's something that I think is really very important. Now, no one expects uh, pets to be ever pristine. I mean, uh, I obviously have, uh, I live kind of on a farm and that means that any pets that are around here are not so clean all the time because they live in the barnyard, they're always outside and all of that. 
But for me, I do not have any indoor pets. And that is my reason is that there's no way I could keep everybody clean. But most people do have indoor pets. They either have a cat or a dog or they might have a bird or a bunny. And good hygiene is essential, not only for your dog or cat or other animals' health, but for yours as well. So that includes everything from uh, you know frequent litter box changes to wiping down a puppy's paws and, of course, regular baths. So we'll talk about your furry pals and how you can keep them as clean as can be. So follow these routines to keep some allergens and germs off your animals and out of your home. First of all, you really want to bathe your dog at least every three months. And it's probably better to do it once a month or if it's a rainy season or you're in a lot of mud or dirt or they've been out just playing a lot, you know, do it more frequently. And if you start them when they're young, they will actually get to love the bath. Some actually, some dogs obviously, they love being in water and other dogs don't. Now, extra wrinkly breeds may require more frequent attention. If not regularly clean, you know, what happens is that skin folds, it can become moist and irritated, and then it can get a bacterial infection or maybe a yeast overgrowth, and you don't want that to happen. So you want to clean those wrinkles out with antiseptic wipes or solutions several times a week. Now, dogs and owners with allergies would benefit from more regular bath sessions to remove the pollen. Now, the prepping the paws. You want to protect your dog from um, any potential irritants outside, like, you know, the muck on the sidewalk, or there's lots of poisonous plants out there. And so you definitely want to make sure that you don't have those around or you keep your dog away from them. And you, when you just clean their paws, you could just leave, um, you know, get a damp washcloth and keep the damp washcloth with you so that, you know, if, you, if they get something in their paws while they're walking, you can just wipe it off or at least when they're going to come into the house. You could also use hypoallergenic baby wipes. Now, in the winter, when dogs are walking on salt or de-icing agents, it's really important to wipe their paws after every walk. Now, patients with allergies should wipe at the end of every day to remove pollens and other allergens. I know lots of people who are allergic to dogs um, and cats, and so it could be If you're having guests over, you know, for dinner or drinks or just as a visit watching um, a television show or a movie or something, you want to make sure that they don't have allergies to your pets. And so it's very important to vacuum up with, you know, a HEPA vacuum cleaner because that will keep it, keep the dander away and especially for cats. And you may want to just keep them in another room. Now, when we're talking about the box, beyond being smelly, A stale litter box uh, really poses health hazards. By leaving soiled litter in the box, it can lead to an overgrowth of bacteria, and that can be a concern for both the pet and the human. So scoop the box at least once a day and clean it out fully 
once or twice a week. Now, you want to scrub with water and unscented soap. Baking soda is good, or you could use um, vinegar. Vinegar is like a great cleaning agent for just about everything. And then rinse it with really hot, hot water. Then dry it and then fill with fresh litter. You know, I have never, I, I, again, I don't have animals inside, and I know lots of people love their cats, and they have their little litter boxes inside. But it's very rare that I ever go to a person's house that has cats where it doesn't smell like a cat house because it seems that people just don't change their litter box enough. Or if they do, they're not washing it out thoroughly. So make sure you do because it's going to uh, protect you as well as your cat. Now, as far as curbing the dander, the protein that animals shed from their skin really triggers allergic reactions in many people who are sensitive to it. So you want to keep pets out of the bedroom so at least the room where you sleep stays dander-free. Now, some people don't have these allergens, but make sure that both you and your partner don't have an allergen before you bring your pet into your bedroom. I know lots of pets sleep on the bed. Some of them sleep between you, all of that. And whatever works for you is just fine. But you don't want to have some kind of allergy um, starting. So just make sure that both of you are on the same page with that. Now, the HEPA air purifiers, they can be very effective, especially for things like cat dander, which is so fine and it floats through the air. Something else that is a great air filter are house plants. So spider plants, um, the fig leaf plants, orchids, snake plants, philodendrons, bathophyllum. All of these are actually natural air filters, and they take the carbon dioxide and they turn it into oxygen. And they will also filter out some of these danders. So you may want to introduce more house plants. Now, how bad is it to kiss your dog or allow your dog to um, lick you or share that ice cream cone with you? You've got to think about this. Dogs lick their bottoms. Some eat poop. (laughs) One in four dogs has done so at least once, and that's by the research. So in theory, a smooch from your pooch could expose you to feces-borne parasites and bacterias. Now, most likely you're going to be fine, but to get you sick, your dog would have to lick your mouth and then you'd have to ingest that saliva. But even then, your immune system would probably fight off the infection. But in any case, you just it's better to be safer than sorry. So just I take that advice to keep your pet as clean as possible. After walks, you know, give it, uh, you know, give it a rub down and a wipe down and make sure to give your um, your pets baths. I know when I was the leader of the cat project for 4-H and we had to show our cats and the cat fancy at the fairs, we would have to wash the cats. Now, in general, cats do not like baths. <laughs> That's not something that they look forward to, but we would have to wash the cats. And the, um, the interesting thing is, is how beautiful and shiny and great they smelled after a bath. Now, cats are used to grooming themselves and grooming each other, so they probably stay a bit cleaner. But their dander 
has more allergens in it for more people. So more people are allergic to cat dander than anything else. So start getting your your kitties used to having a wipe down and um, a short bath. And I think that you will you will be happier and you will definitely be healthier. Now, when you work out, what do you drink? Are, most people are trying to be healthy, and when you're ready to work out, you grab your water bottle, right? Staying hydrated helps your heart and your muscles work more efficiently. So plain and simple, water is absolutely the best when you exercise at a moderate or even high intensity for up to an hour. And you got to skip the calories and sodium in sports drinks unless you exercise for more than an hour or you sweat excessively. So beware of sugary drinks because they can be hard on the stomach if you're dehydrated. So here's what you should drink. And if you're taking your dog for a walk, I always take uh, water as well. So here's what, and because I think a walk with your dog can be a workout if they walk quickly. So before a workout, you should drink about two cups of water. That's 16 ounces. And that's like two or three hours before you begin. And then during your workout, you drink about a cup of water. That's eight ounces for every 10 to 20 minutes. Now, most people go on a walk with their dog for 10 to 20 minutes. So think about it. You should have that water bottle with you and drink something. And then after you get back, drink another cup of water, about eight ounces, within about 30 minutes before you finish. Um, And then then you're going to find that that'll really uh, reduce any of the leg cramps or other things that are not very, um, that aren't very, mm, aren't easy on our system. So again, just to recap, clean your pets, keep their litter boxes clean, and make sure that you are feeding them the food that they really, uh, that really they like and that is good for them. Talk to your vet about what food is best for whatever pet that you have. I know that it's really tempting to give our cats and dogs all our our human scraps, and perhaps some of our animals can um, can enjoy that and be fine with it, but others cannot. So you want to be uh, careful on this. Well, when we come back from break, we will be talking about ways to detox your body and we're not talking about cleansing we're not going to be talking about you know these these juice diets or things that are uncomfortable we're going to just learn to boost our natural filtration system so stay with me you're listening to Cynthia Bryan this is star style be the star you are and we are coming to you live on the Voice America Network. Stay with me. I will be back in just a bit. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. 
If you have to have a performance review, do you know how to make it the most useful for everyone? Both of you are responsible for success. For employees, it's your performance, and you are ultimately responsible for it. Prepare for the conversation by reflecting on your performance in a balanced way. Listen carefully and with an open mind to the perspective and feedback shared with you. And for leaders... Prepare for the conversation and bring a balanced view of the performance, spending at least as much time on people's strengths and successes as you do on their shortcomings and their weaknesses will benefit everyone. If you both bring your A game and are engaged in the process, it will be purposeful and less painful. Make it a conversation. A performance review isn't a time for the leader to lay out all that they prepared and then in effect say, any questions? Yes, you have a form to fill out, and yes, this is an outcome of the process, but make the performance, the results, and the future the focus of the conversation. If the leader is talking more than half the time, you aren't doing it very well. Leaders, ask, shut up, and listen, and employees, engage. So make it a part of the work. Perhaps the biggest challenge with the formal performance review process is that it happens once or twice a year, but people are performing every day. So there's a place for the annual conversation, but it's much more productive and valuable if there are ongoing formal and informal conversations about performance, learning, and growth. Leaders, share what you're seeing and employees ask for feedback and perspective more often. When both of you are doing that, The results will be better, and the value of the performance review will improve. You are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information or to book a coaching session, you may go to CynthiaBryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's CynthiaBryan.com or 925-377-7827. Be the star you are, the star you are. The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be the Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be the Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376. 376 Moraga, California 94556 Be the star you are dot org Dare to care You are the star Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, so far we have figured out how to clean our pet. 
and we have figured out how to grow our grass and to keep it greener. And now we want to detox our bodies because it's so important to be healthy. And we have the opportunity to live healthily if we just follow a few smart things. So what do the healthiest people have in common? For starters, they limit the junk that goes into their bodies. And I know that's a hard one for some people because we're working long hours and we're probably not getting enough sleep and sleep is just a major component of health and we really need to get our sleep. Uh, But we can really decide where we're going to eat instead of just you know, rushing to the first fast food restaurant, we can really try to eat more healthily. Now, some of the things that we have to cut back on are irritants to our intestines and foods that would trigger inflammation like sugar and anything that's processed. It's important to think about wellness. And even if you don't eat perfectly 24-7, I mean, nobody does, you can take steps to help your liver, which is your body's natural filter, to do its job. So to boost your liver function, it will help decrease the accumulation of toxic products that are in your tissues. So these are a few of the simple detox moves that you can do on a regular basis with no juice fasting or salt cave dwelling (laughs) required. So one of the first things, and it's so easy and it's kind of something that a lot of people already do or, you know, a a lot of people have been doing and it's easy. As soon as you wake up in the morning, drink a glass of warm water with a little bit of fresh lemon juice squeezed in it. What it does is lemons give your body electrolytes in the form of potassium, calcium, and magnesium. And we get dehydrated overnight as the body takes care of its detoxification process. So important to hydrate and replenish the first thing in the morning. And lemon juice may also help your liver produce more enzymes and prompt it to purge more toxins. And the vitamin C, which is a powerful antioxidant, protects against the free radicals and that strengthens the immune system. So the first thing, and it's so easy, just wake up with some lemon, warm water and a little squeeze of lemon juice. The second thing, you've been hearing it probably since you were a kid, is to eat your greens, eat your spinach. Well, we can really reduce chronic inflammation, which has been linked to heart disease, diabetes, and cancer, by filling our plate with cruciferous vegetables that include broccoli, kale, collard greens, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, and cauliflower. These foods are very high in antioxidants, and it supports the body's ability to fight off toxins. So it's, um, it's very important that you eat some of these. Like maybe you like Swiss chard if you had some of that. Or maybe you already like chopped kale. Now, if you don't like that, if, just remember the darker the green, the more the antioxidants and the more goodness that they are in there for you. And these foods that are high in antioxidants supports the, the body's ability to fight off the toxins. A 2014 study revealed that women who ate the most cruciferous vegetables had lower levels of inflammatory biomarkers than those who ate the fewest. So again, the cruciferous vegetables can include 
broccoli, kale, collard greens, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, and cauliflower. And one of the things I'm writing about in my garden column this week is planting those because you can harvest those pretty much all winter long. I have been growing kale for a number of years, and it's just amazing. It's about five feet tall now. And the more you cut the leaves, the more it grows, and the more kale you have. And it's the same with Swiss chard. The more you cut the Swiss chard, the more it grows. And it it just seems to be that it is, uh, you know, it's a perennial. You could also plant sorrel. That is a dark, leafy green. And you don't have to just have sorrel soup. You can cut it up and add it to salads. And some of the lettuces are good. Iceberg lettuce has absolutely nothing in it. So it's although it's crunchy and that and it tastes really, you know, it helps a good sandwich. It's not really giving you anything but water. So try to get some of the other darker greens in there. The mixed lettuces would be much better for you. The next thing is twisting yoga poses such as seated spinal twist might help you detox by stimulating digestion and elimination. So a lot of digestive discomforts come from stress. So by releasing and gripping and holding in the belly and taking deep, calming breaths, we can relax the muscles, and that allows the GI system to do a better job. Now, you could do Tai Chi or just do some deep breathing. I find that deep breathing, you know, just really works wonders. So that might be something that you would be happy to try. Now, this is something not everybody has a bathtub, but if you do have a bathtub or you're visiting a hotel and you can get in that bathtub, I would clean it first. You could add two cups of Epsom salts to a bath, and they are available at any drugstore. It's about... I think they run about a dollar a pound, I want to say. And then soak for about 20 minutes in these Epsom salts. So Epsom salts contain magnesium, which is absorbed into your skin during the bath. And then it also helps with the detoxification process. The mineral magnesium helps uh, stimulate action in the colon, which prompts the body to eliminate any backed up waste. And if you're always feeling like constipated, you may want to talk to your daughter, your doctor, not your daughter, talk to your doctor about trying a thousand milligram magnesium citrate supplement at night and that can keep things moving maybe a little bit better. Another good way to keep your body healthy is to brush your body. So a few days a week before your shower or your bath, Uh, Dry brush your skin with a a soft bristle brush. Um, It helps your skin slough off the old cells. It unclogs pores and it enables the skin to perspire more freely. It also stimulates circulation and that promotes cellular renewal and vitality. You know, they do make these bath brushes so you can buy them and you can use them in your, uh, when you are in the shower. I've also seen They have these gloves that those work well. Or how about the loofahs? Now, loofahs are a natural plant. It's actually a gourd, and they're just great for sloughing. The only thing about loofahs is remember that they are natural, and it actually goes with everything. So whereas the brush can be cleaned, again, with baking soda and water and vinegar, 
the loofahs really can't. So after you see them, used them a few times, you'll need to toss them and get a new loofah. I don't think you can plant them. They're not going to grow. <laughs> but you can get them inexpensively at, um, at most of your uh, pharmacies. Now, what detox moves that you should not do, number one, I know for a long time, colonics were a really big deal. In fact, I worked with a very um, well-known photographer who did colonics at least once a month. And I'm not sure what what it did for her, but uh, it's definitely not recommended anymore. A 2011 research review concluded that colon cleansing procedures not only have no proven health benefits, but can actually lead to side effects like cramping, nausea, abdominal pain, and even kidney failure. So before you do a colonic, talk to your doctor. An herbal cleanse. Now, herbal supplements can be sold without any prior FDA approval. So we have to be very clever and careful when you're going to take an herbal supplement. You can't always be sure they're safe. You also don't know what's in them. And they also can interact with the medications you're taking. So even seemingly benign herbs might be harmful in large doses. So before you go out and you buy any herbal supplements, make sure that you have a face-to-face with your primary physician. Bring any medications that you are taking or any herbal supplements you're currently taking Ask them what you need and ask them if there are any uh, counterindications because it could be dangerous. And just keep in mind that these herbal supplements are not regulated. And there have been just one too many scams with herbal supplements claiming, you know, to do everything (laughs) under the sun to make you uh, age less, you know, to feel more vibrant, healthier, heart health. Uh, all of that, and reality, there was nothing in them and maybe something that was detrimental. And then the other thing that you want to stay away from are those lengthy juice cleanses. They might be too high in sugar, too low in calories. They don't lack protein, and um, they don't have any healthy fats or any other key ingredients that you might need. So stay away from any of those kind of cleanses. Now, what about other fastings? Can it be good for you? When you hear the word fasting, you probably think of all of the gimmicky diets and you just start feeling, you know, hungry and already your mood is getting rather tart. But a growing body of research suggests that cycling super low calorie days into a normal eating plan known as intermittent fasting, they call it IF, It might help you lose weight, and it might potentially improve your health, possibly because of the way it affects your hormone levels and your cell growth. But fasting programs are not practical, and they are not sustainable for everyone. So, in fact, there was a a study in um, JAMA, the internal medicine, um, which is a, um, you know, it's it's an academy for for physicians and medical practitioners. And what it found that while both intermittent fasters and those following a more traditional diet plan experience similar weight loss and health benefits, 
the fasters had a higher dropout rate, probably because they were just so, so hungry. So if you'd like to try this intermittent fasting again, consult with your doctor or, you know, with a, um, a registered nurse or a registered health practitioner because you, if you have a chronic health condition, anything that you do on your own could be worse. Now, a professional can help you design a program that's going to ensure that you're eating the right foods on both fasting and non-fasting days to stay in your, you know, primo top health. So again, before you do anything, always, always consult a doctor. And one thing I want to throw out here is make sure that all your different medical professionals have access to one another's records. One thing I do when I go to the doctor is I make sure that they send the findings around to any other health practitioner that I'm working with. So, for example, if you have an internal medicine doctor or a primary care doctor, but you're also going to an oncologist or you're going to a... um, Uh, let's see, a a gynecologist, or you're going to a neurologist, or you're seeing a a nutritionist, or you're going to even a physical therapist. Make sure that they all know what it is that you're doing and what kind of uh, medications that you're on, because I've seen it too many times. I saw it with my mother when she would go to one doctor, they would prescribe something, but they wouldn't put it in the records for the other doctors. And then another doctor would prescribe something, and then they would fight. I, I mean, the, the medications would fight against each other, and she would get ill. So you have to be very, very careful about what you are doing. So again, just to sum up, what are some great little ways, five simple ways to detox your body? Number one, Wake up and add some lemon or lemon juice to a warm glass of water. You'll get your potassium, your calcium, your magnesium, some detoxification processes, as well as antioxidants, and uh, which we're going to protect against the free radicals. And you'll get a little bit of vitamin C. Eat your greens. The darker the green, the healthier it is for you. It's going to reduce chronic inflammation and especially the greens of cruciferous vegetables of broccoli, kale, collard, uh, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, and cauliflower. They are really, really high in antioxidants, and they will protect you. Do some deep breathing or do Tai Chi or even yoga if yoga is good for you. And when you do your deep breathing and your calming breathing, make sure to hold in your belly for a few breaths and then release. And that will allow the GI tract to do its thing. If you have a bathtub, add some Epsom salts to it because the Epsom salts contain magnesium, which will be absorbed into your skin during the bath, and that will help with the whole detoxification process. And finally, brush your body with a body brush, or brush it with a a loofah, or anything that is going to like just get the skin sloughed off and unclog your pores. And then, you know, whenever you finish a bath or a shower, it's great to spritz yourself with cold water, which will cold, you know, your first, the hot water cleanses your pores, and then the cold water will close your pores and then keep you cleaner longer. 
Well, that is our show for today, and I thank you so much for being here with me every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific here on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel, and our show is called Star Style, Be the Star You Are. And I'm so excited to say that uh, we will be celebrating our 20th year. We've been live since 1998, so that's pretty exciting. For information about Star Style Productions, visit CynthiaBryan.com. To make a donation to Be the Star You Are charity to help with hurricane and fire relief, please go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. My aim is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate you to see beyond your physical being and know that you already are the star that you have dreamed of being. And I hope you'll read a book this week and remember that my book, Gardening, um, my gardening book, it's called Growing with with the Garden Goddess, is out and you can order it at CynthiaBryan.com. Until next week, when we celebrate once again, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles will keep us happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you. Be the star you are. Dream, create, inspire, and make a difference. And be here next Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for joining me. The star you are, be the star you are, you are the star. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit StarStyleRadio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to BeTheStarYouAre.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. Keep caring. Keep caring. Keep star you are.